Right. Aguta V U C H. You're not allowed to say that word anymore. All right. Shabbat Tov might be the better way to say it. We had a little bit snafu last week because uh, YouTube likes to uh, translate the words and it's a whole mess. Okay, we're not going to go into it here. So uh, today's sponsor is Yossi Klein in honor of me, I think, that I shouldn't forget to say Lili Nishmas, Rusmas Mordechai. I don't know, I didn't read the email, so whatever. Says this email, this is a very interesting email, very long one. Everybody please mute yourselves, and if your name is Gershon Ben Moshe, also mute yourself. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of noise coming through your place, so please mute yourself. And I'm going to have to revoke your things. You know what, hold on a second, let me see if I could... No, okay, good. All right. So this email, I think... really nasty. come on, no? We're trying to learn here. We're trying to learn the email. So let me see what I could say. I didn't look at this uh, real well. I'm ashamed to say that for more than 10 years... The kids are, he's been watching a lot of movies at night, he says. And uh, some guys from Borough Park, Ellie Dykeman and the guys from Shul, nudged him to give the sheer a shot. The, the, the name of this email, it took two Ellie's to beat Hollywood. So basically he saw two Shiurim and he's done with movies now for the last two days already. No, I'm just kidding. It's, it's been a while. So let me, let me just skip around here a little bit. Waiting eagerly for you to begin to share, to dive into the world of Gemara has always been so scary for me. By the way, it isn't about the Daf of Gemara, getting to know the Daf family. At 12, sometimes I find myself crying. How big the ruts and kids, I don't know, I, I should have read this before. But I started with you from Brochus. I didn't do a lot of it, but I did some of it. But slowly seeing my boys from Shul, led by Eli Dykeman joining, made me jealous. And seeing Israel Goldstein, and so the Sayyid Chavri, Yankee K, and Bensi. Wow, it's a show full of these guys. Tell me, they learn on YouTube every day. I realize that he has to make a commitment. So there he is, he made a commitment. He's up to date. Hashem should bench you and your family. There's one good line here. I have to find it somewhere. And he says, I don't understand why. Oh, here we go. Sometimes I want to punch you for talking in the middle of this year. Listen, Ellie Dykeman, you got to pick your friends here. I don't know what's going on here. Kitzer, so because of him, I can't talk anymore and cheer. We have here a boy, so we have Uncle Phil sitting in my dining room with his son, Eliezer. Right, Eliezer or Lazar? Eliezer. Eliezer. Here, give me the, what's, what's this thing? Uh, it's better be a good one. Is it a good one? Uh, we don't know. You have, have, have Let's see. Let's hope nothing's missing. They come with gifts. Our boy said they come with gifts. If you bring gifts, you can also sit in my dining room. Wow, wow, wow. It's a whole... I know what this is. Shee! Look at this. Reboisai. It's another variety of Cafe Bustela. All different types. Shkoyach, beautiful. What else we got here? Another one. one more. But you don't read the notes. You know, you miss I have to read the notes. Rebelli, miss getting you a gift. I'm becoming a Saba. Mazel tov. What could it be? What is this? Uh... Ooh. Oh, by the way, look at this. You got me that. That's up there. Hold on, hold on. Oh, 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 look at this. Turn the daf, turn the page, turn. Amen. Beautiful. So every day we got to flip it, or we could go to this guy right over there, which he also got me. Phil, thanks. All right, so um, I wrote you this email. If you feel, if people feel to share, feel free to share it. Yishkoyach, Reb Shalom Kushner. All right, so we're going back into Erevin for a little bit, and tomorrow is back to Agata for a little bit. We're holding on Daf Yutes Ahmed Beis, two, four, six, nine lines from the bottom. So Abaya was busy asking his stepfather, Rabba, who was his Rebbe, a bunch of different questions about Pasi Birois. So holding my question number four. Kana Kana Pachis 
Can you use, here's the Pasibirois, and here the Kanem. You take reeds, and you put them in the ground. We made, a, we made a calculation once, you only need about five, because you're using Lovud here. So the Gemara's question is, could you do a combination of Lovud? Where is it? Let me see. How come I don't see it here? This guy, right over here. Can you do a combination of Lovud together with Pasibirois? Adyumdum? Because what's the problem? The issue is that there's a tremendous gap of ear from here to here. So that itself is a big chidush that you could use an uh, L-shaped bracket. And what if the L-shaped bracket has another problem? It's not even an L-shaped bracket, it's just a bunch of ear with some reeds. You're using lavod for the L-shaped bracket. In case I didn't say it, I said it all in the beginning, but not by the Gemara part. Fine. I heard that there's a big conversation going on in the chat. I say it and I not say it. So I'll say it a few times, it's okay. Wait a minute, we learned it, no? Rabbi tells Zabaya. It says, What if the Dumad, instead of being a nice solid piece of wood, an L-shaped bracket, it's a tree, or a fence, Here, here's the question, Reads, My lab, so here's the picture again. If you have a tree, you have reeds, what do you have? This is a normal one. And then the Gemara says, no. We're not talking about reeds that are three tfachim away from each other and you have to use lavod. Lai, gudriyasa dekane. It's a whole bushel full of reeds. And Rashi says that on the bottom, they are attached together. This is how they grow. And on the top, they become, oh, Fine, I guess on, you're not looking at Zoom. On Zoom, he just pulled up the picture. So the bottom left corner, but it's not fair for the YouTube guys. One day we'll get there, we'll have it on YouTube as well. So it looks like this. And this guy also has some issues. First of all, it's round. Remember the other day we learned about Chaykikim Lahashlim? Can you take a round piece of wood and, and chop it and make it? square, but you have to do it twice. Maybe I'll look for it here. Hmm. Maybe not such a good idea. Let me see if I can find it real quickly. The Choykikim Lahashlam. Here we go. So I just took their well and I drew it. But you want to get to the brown part right over here. And you have to cut out the blue. And you have to cut out the red. So it's two chaykikim, two carving. Chaykikim means to carve. Do you carve twice? Or do you only carve once to make a square? Right over here, we're making a square. By making, just taking out the red, that's one carving versus two carving. So that's, that's a problem with gudriyasa, when the, when the reeds are in a circle. Ihachi asked the Gemara, hainu ilan. So then why are you giving me, you give me four cases here. Here's the ilan, there's a tree. And you're telling me that this is round. So what's the difference between the two of them? They're both round and they're both wood. Velamai. So what's your, what's your option? You're telling me that Gudriyasa is a tree. So what's your other option? That's not Gudriyasa. That's just a bunch of straight sticks that are distanced from each other. Three tfachim. Velamai. That's also part of this uh, Bryce over here. It's a gather. Where are we? Upside down. So it's this. This is a gather. So what's the difference? If you, say, if you say it looks like this, this is equal to a tree. If you say it looks like this, this is equal to this. So either way, why does it, why does it have to say it twice? You're going to say the two types of fences. So there's two types of trees. One is more solid. The other one has more issues because it's a bunch of reeds. Fine. So anyway, there's no raya, says Abaya, to his stepfather from that raya. Amri, and some say the same thing, but in reverse. Abaya asked him, could you use a, a bushel of reeds? 
Perhaps it's talking about a bushel. We're talking about it's an L shape made out of reeds, but they're three tvachim apart from each other. So then what's the difference? That is a fence. So what's your other option? The Gemara is saying in reverse, very interesting because we're going to have a whole sugi soon that is also twice, and it's going to make it very easy for us. About 20 lines. That's just the same exact lotion over. So therefore, then what's your other options to say that it's three distant from each other, three tfachim, so then it's a gadar. So you're going to say, no, it's round. Then it's a tree. So if it is a tree, then it's two types of tree. So it's two types of gadar. The bottom line is we have no riot from there. Top of that, so this is question number five. Oh, this is a very interesting question. What happens if the, your backyard, your courtyard, goes straight into the Pasibiroys? Here's the picture. Here's the entrance to your house. To your, it goes right in. So what's the Shaila? Question is, the question is, we know that a Rosh Hashayachet to Rosh Hashayachet is usher to go from one to the other. You can't go to your neighbor's back, if, courtyard unless you do Erev Chatzeros. What is this Pasi Birois? This Rosh Hashayachet they just turned into a Rosh Hashayachet. Is it considered a real Rosh Hashayachet that people do their residential business in there and therefore you cannot go into it? Or perhaps no, it's a special Allah of Rosh Hashayachet. It has nothing to do with your, like a neighbor's Rosh Hashayachet. Amalei Mutter has nothing to do with a residential Rosh Hashayachet. It's a Rosh Hashayachet versus Rosh Hashayachet. But you permit it to go from your Rosh Hashayachet into that Rosh Hashayachet. It's not required to have a special Eruv. So he asked him, Mai. What about two separate entryway, entryways? Right here, one, two... From two different courtyards going into the Pasibirois. You see, there's still the El Shea brackets everywhere. This is a Rishus Hayachet right here in the, in the middle of Rishus Harabim. And the two doors going in. Is that different? Yes, it's different. Why? Amalei Asr. You can't go in. So the two of you, the two neighbors that have openings into the Pasibirois, cannot go into the Pasibirois. Amar Avuna. Says Ravuna. So, what's interesting is, if you look right over here, in this picture, there's a doorway. I did it in red so you could see it better. Right over here. You see the doorway between them? Yeah? You guys see? So you can make an Eruv between the two Chatzeros because you have a doorway. The issue is that people outside don't know that there's a doorway. And they think that you're making a shituf, not an eruv, but you're making an eruv between your house and the Rishus That you're treating this Pasibi rice like a mavoi. And you're doing a shituf. Now that's a problem. Why? <clears throat> because you cannot halakhically make an eruv between this part and your courtyard. This is not a mavoi. A mavoi is narrow and long, says Rashi. This is like a square. This is the middle of Rosh Hashanah. It's not a mavoi. And people are going to think that you're allowed to make... Uh-oh. Grab him. Take him away. Or call Lazi. Actually, open up the door quickly. Get the Kiwi Tom to take him right now, because we have guests here. Thank you. Rav Amar Eivim Mutar. Where are we? Sorry, guys. The dog. The Matzah Shabbos dog. No, not pizza. The pizza came. We made sure the pizza came. But what happened was, Kivi didn't know we have guests. So he opened up the door, shoved a dog in, and ran. No, Matzah Shabbos. It's always like, last, I think last Matzah Shabbos was like, it was blooper night, no? I don't know. It was like one after another. Fine. 
We're concerned that people are going to say that even if there's no doorway, imagine you don't have a door over here that you can make a, a shituf by combining this to your chatzar, and therefore you can go from this courtyard to this courtyard without a door between them. You hear what's going on here? Even without a doorway, you might come to confuse it. So that's why I said, even if there is a doorway, don't make an Eruv, so that people don't think that the Eruv that you made is something that helps you go from your house, from your courtyard, courtyard into the Mavui, into the Pasibirois, I should say. That doesn't work. Rav Amar, Eruvu Mutter. If there's a doorway, the Eruv works. There's actually a Brisa that says, word for word, like you, Rava. It says, it's not even a Raya, this is like, it doesn't get any better. It's word for word. If you have a chotzer that goes directly into the pasim, you could carry it from your courtyard into the pasim, and the reverse as well. But if there are two doorways, two different courtyards owned by two different people, asur. It says exactly what Rabbi said. That's only when there's no Eruv. Eruv mutarim. If there's an Eruv between the two courtyards, then it's muta to go into the Pasibirais. Ravuna. Isn't this a bomb question, a Bryce that says exactly like Rava and exactly the opposite of Ravuna, who says that even with the Eruv you cannot carry? Ravuna will have to answer. So there's another picture that. Further from the door, we're talking about there's a doorway and therefore you can make an error from here to here. But more than that, the wall is broken down. And because the wall is broken down, that's why it's considered as one rishos. The two courtyards are one. That's why it's okay because people outside notice that there's no wall between them. The wall is very, very wide. Who's doing that? Is that Menachem doing it? Or it's uh, Gary? Who's on the screen chair? Uh, he's the pro, he's the pro. We've got to learn from him. You got a new job though. That's it. You do it once, you have to do it forever now. Number six. Here's the final question that Abaya asked his stepfather is Rebbe, Rabba, the famous Rabba. The whole point of the Pasibirois is to allow you to draw water on Shabbos and give it to your animals even though the well is considered Rosh Hashayach because it's ten tfachim deep, but it's smack in the middle of Rosh Hashayachim, so we create these L-shaped brackets. So, but if there's no reason anymore to draw water, so now, that whole area, does it remain in Rosh Hashayach? Can I ride my bike in there? Can I carry over there? Can I do stuff in that passive rice? What does he say? The whole point of the Pasvirais is to make a mechitza so that I can draw water. But there is no water, so therefore my mechitza goes away in the middle of Shabbos. There's a small Taisis on top. Mechitza Inkan says Taisis. I'm just reading it because I had this problem and I really enjoyed to see the Taisis discusses it. We had a whole sugya. Remember? When three people make mechitzes on Shabbos and one of them dies, what's the halacha? Three people get a certain amount of saw and one person dies on Shabbos. Does it go by the time Shabbos comes in or does it go by right now? And Abaya holds, once Shabbos comes in and this is a proper mechitza, so the whole Shabbos is a good mechitza, even if it falls down, even if the person dies. So over here also, even if the water dried out, it should be a good mechitza as Taisus. Says Taisus beautifully. In the case where there's proper mechitzas everywhere, just one of the partners dies, okay, but you have good mechitzas. Or, let's say, the lechi fell down on Shabbos, we discussed that also, great. But over here, we're talking about Pasebi rice. The mechitzas are very inferior mechitzas. It's a special, special, special kula that Chachamim gave this particular thing so you can draw water on Shabbos. Why are they very inferior? Because there's more than 10 amma gap there. According to the there's 13.3 ammas. There's a lot more pirza than oimed. Therefore, we don't have this idea 
that since it was good, Erev Shabbos, it lasts for the rest of the Shabbos. If there's no water, no mechitza, you can't use those pasivirois for, for just regular carrying. And that's the end of the sixth question. What happens if the well dries up? We should call it a pit, because we said a well is more like the water naturally comes up, it continuously comes, but okay, let's call it a pit, a water pit. If the water dries up on Shabbos, we said that the Pasibirois is no good, it loses its Shemachitza on Shabbos. But what happens... It rained on Shabbos, it filled up again. Once you lose the Shemachitza, could you reinstate it on Shabbos? Of course, if it dried up, it didn't rain. That we already said. We asked our Rebbe, who's our Rebbe? Rabbi. And he said it's awesome. And also if it rains, it's not a question. That's a Mechitza that happened by itself on Shabbos. Vitanya. Whether they did it on purpose, whether it didn't happen by accident. It's considered a mechitza. As the Gemara of So we should all know what this means. Because we had this a number of times in our Mesechta right here in Erevin. What's the difference between Lizraik and Letaltel? Lizraik always means a Dairaisa. Letaltel means the Rabbanon. That's all it means. Lizraik means if I were to throw something. From the Rishus Rabbim and landed in these mechitzos that I just did today, on purpose. Then I'm chayiv misa, I'm chayiv carbon. It's a it's a deraisa. But mid the rabbanon I can't carry there. Huge difference. You're asking me what happens if the well fills up on Shabbos? Can I carry there? Don't bring me a raya from a from a situation that if I throw a ball into that place, I'm chayiv to bring a carbon. Yeah, you have to bring a carbon, but it doesn't mean that you're allowed to go ahead and carry. If I do it on purpose, I build a mechitza on purpose, or by accident, all those four cases. It's a good mechitza to be chayev, but not mid the still won't allow you to carry. They'll say, listen, you did something wrong, you built a mechitza on Shabbos, we're not going to allow you to carry here. That's only when he built the mechitza on purpose on Shabbos or Rabbanon gave you a knas and they said you're not allowed to carry there. But if you throw a ball into there, you have to bring a carbon if you didn't realize. And if you did it on purpose and you had asra, you have misa. But Rabbanon still said if you did it on purpose, you're not allowed to carry from house to house and say, oops, I did it on purpose, but I still could carry. They gave you a knas. But we're talking about it happened by itself. And what happened in our case? In our case, it rained. You didn't do anything. You had a dry well and it rained. Did you cause the rain? No. Hashem brought the rain and filled up your well. Now you have a reason that you should be able to carry in the Pasibirois. Very good, go ahead and carry. There's no reason to, to answer it. The only time you answer it is if you built a wall on Shabbos and you want to carry in there. But over here you didn't build anything, it happened all by itself and merely you could carry in it. If there are Pasibirois, in the middle of Rosh Hashanah, so you're standing in Rosh Hashanah and you throw a ball into the Pasibirois. Pasibirois is considered Rosh Hashanah. So you're Chayiv. Says Gemara Pshita. Of course you're Chayiv. Ilav Mechitzai. If Chachamim, or if we don't consider these L shaped brackets a complete wall, Hechem How would you be able to fill up your bucket and feed the animals? Of course it's considered Rosh Hashanah. Consider Rosh Hashanah. You're Chayiv. Loitz Yuchadavit came Pasibirois. Bishus Rabbim Zarchle Taicha. Chayiv. This is very interesting. There's no well. Zero well. You just went along. And you made L-shaped brackets in the middle of a highway, in the middle of Ocean Parkway, in the middle of Kvishachad. You went and you put your L-shaped brackets. But there's no well. Chacham never said you could do that if there's no well. Nevertheless, since by, if there's a well, it's considered a mechitza, so too over here it's considered a mechitza, and you are chayev. Honami pshita. Of course it's considered a mechitza. If it, if it works by a well, it should work everywhere. Says the Gemara, what happened was that right through the Pasibirois, Ankvishachad, you have traffic. It's going. Ocean Park, people don't care that you put little L shaped brackets on the sidewalk. They're going right through it. So what? So I would think that since people are traveling right through it, this traffic, they are Mivatalit. 
That they don't have the power, people and traffic don't have the power to get rid of your mechitzas. Says Gemara, that, that's not, we said it already. If in middle of the passive rice you have people walking right through and through, you It's not a problem. You should move the people to the side. In other words, that people are a major problem. They will ruin your passive rice. Chacham say you don't have to move anybody. The halachically these are considered walls. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Lazar, the Amrit Arvayu, Kana Hoydi Yachu, Koychan Shemachitzos. Here Chacham taught you how powerful these L-shaped brackets are. Even if cars, people go right through and through in between your mechitzos, it's still considered. Here, just this is better. This is not for this at all. But if people walk right through over here. They're walking right through. You would think that these mechitzas are bottle. Maybe these are kayam. The, the chiddush is that these mechitzas, even though they walk right through between your pit, between mechitzas and mechitzas, they walk right through, it's considered a mechitza. So, what's the question? Rebbe Lazar and Rebbe Yochanan both say that these mechitzas are powerful mechitzas. So then why did, why did you have to say it over here? In this case, that if a person builds brand new passive rights in the middle of a street, Without a well, that's considered a mechitza in your chayiv if you throw into it. And even though people are walking through it, yeah, he already said that chiddush over there. In that case, it says mefurish in the Mishnah. If people walk through it, Rabbi Yudha says you have to move all the people out of the pasibarais. Echacham say you don't have to. And Rabbi Lazar said, look how strong these mechitzas are. Says He was just saying, look what Chachamim hold. He himself doesn't hold it. In other words, that Rebbe Lazar already said it over there. Once he said it over there, you're right, he didn't have to say it over here. Over there, over there by the Mishnah was the main part. Rebbe Lazar, the Chiddush is that Rebbe Lazar, he himself holds of it. So he should say it over, over here, and we will know it over there. He should say it over here, if you throw it into the Pasibir Rice, so then certainly if people walk through, we learn here from there. In other words, we, that sugi is the main one where people walk through the passive rise. And from that, Talmidim said, look, even, you can learn from that, that even if you build these passim and people walk through and you throw a ball or something into it, you are chayav. Next sugi, Numesechta. Shlomo Ben Zaken is an old one, but thanks. Shlomo, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, Yeshua had a baby girl, and he's been out of it. He has no clue that you're... you're, you're I already got three emails from him. you telling me about Shlomo Ben Zaken. I don't trust you anymore. Since he said Shlomo Ben Zaken, Yeshua is sitting in my house also, and he's telling me all the new people. He's just quoting people that have been here for months. Amaret, Arois! Mutalakir the bear, says the Gemara, you're allowed to come as close as you want to the pit. Not a, well, not as close. You have to leave two amas. So you have roishi verubai of an animal in there. Not awesome. That's it. He, I think he left. He took it serious. Not awesome. Ooh, I had a good picture. Menachem, if you have a picture from Kalal Shan, that's the only one that I that was able to find. My Gemara doesn't have one. But you guys know what it looks like. A guy's in his house, sticks his head out the window, and, and it's taking a drink. Or he's very thirsty, and he goes, he sticks his, he- his head into, somebody else I see has a call Sean Safer and he's looking through it, or he's in the street and he sticks his head into a house and drinks. So it says, you have to make sure that you have Most of your body has to be in. Thank you, Menachem. It's coming up, Rabbi Sai. Here we go. Ah. You know what? So now I have to turn this, leave it there so I can show... The YouTube cover, hold on. Here, this is what it looks like on Zoom if you want to see. Okay. No, just, uh, that's fine, I don't need the electric tools. All right, we're back. Oh, wow. He's scrolling down Kalashon. And here's the other picture of the guy. Fine. But it's not, it's not like a big chiddush. What the big chiddush is, there's a whole Taisus here talking about 
if a person urinates, where, where does it start, where does it begin? It's very interesting. If a person spits, that, and he says that it's usher to spit, standing in one place, spitting to other place, obviously the same thing for ketanim, but it's a whole discussion here. Fine. So, we are, what, what are we today? We're turning the daf, turn, it fell out and turned the daf, we're turning to daf chaf, Omud Bez, Spasar Hai, Asher, Lilu Nishmas, Reza Bas Ben Yomen, make it a great day, and Lilu Nishmas, Mordechai Yosef Ben Aaron, sponsored by Dr. Listhaus. Vechain Begas. Oh. So, there's a halacha that if you have a vineyard and you're, you're at the wine press by the vineyards over there, you don't have to take, <laughs> I, but I can't, it's not fair for those guys. Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to tell everybody that on the screen there's some beautiful pictures. So the, the guy is allowed to drink straight out of the press without taking maestros. However, you have to make sure that it's Roshe Veruboy in the press, the same Allah has just said. But in terms of maestro, not in terms of Shabbos. Gabi Adam Ha Omar the boy Roshe Veruboy, Gabi Para Mi Be'inala Roshe Veruboy, Ruba Oiloi. So, does a cow need to have Roisha Veruba? Here's a picture of Roisha Veruba. Most of the cow, the two Amis, are past the L-shaped bracket, closer to the water. What's the concern by a cow? The concern is that if most of the cow is not inside the possum, what if she starts moving out of the possum, and you're going to follow her, and you are going to carry from within the possum, which is the Rosh Yachid, into the Rosh Hashanah, and that's problematic. Says the Gemara. If he's holding onto the pail and he's not grabbing her neck, Oh, the picture from Kala Shon shows that the guy is holding the neck, like Ashi says, not just holding onto her. Um, where am I? So I just want to show you this real quickly. Um, this is from Matzi Shabbos. Matzi Shabbos work is always different. It's always special. But anyway, we have two Lashonis here in the Gemara. I just want to point it out now so you'll see the Sukh is very easy. The first Lashon is, wow, how'd you get that? That's already, he has this. I don't know how he got that one. You see how the red and the blue, I just did red and the blue. The first lashon is, he's holding onto the animal, and the question is, do you need Roshe Virubai? You're holding onto the animal. You have the red, do you need the blue? And the second lashon, later on, in 20 lines from now, is, do you have, if you have the blue, you have Roshe Virubai, in other words, most of the cow is within the Pazibirais, do you need the red, do you need Machzik? That's how I'm going to explain the sugi really, really simple, without anything. And the sugi repeats itself, Word for word. So if we do this sugi right now, all 17 lines, then we get to Ikidamri, we're just going to do the same thing word for word, and we don't have to explain it really. Okay? It's, just, it's the same question, just in reverse. So let's see it inside. Kolecha, three lines down from the top. If the man is holding the pail, mana is a kli. He's holding on to a pail of water, but he's not holding on to the animal. You definitely need that the animal should be inside. Milagav, inside the passive eyes, most of the animal. Otherwise, you're holding on to the pail. She's going to move her head out. She's going to start moving, and you're not holding on to the cow. You're going to chase her outside of the Rishayachah, you're going to be over. So where's the question? Mai. You're holding on to her. Do you need Rosh Hashanah? Here the question is, do you need Rosh Hashanah when you're holding on to an animal? You're holding on to her. You're not letting her go. Do you, does she have to go inside? Yes or no? And the next Gemara is going to be the opposite. You have Rosh Hashanah. She's completely inside the passive earth. You're not holding on to her. Do you need to hold on to her? That's it. What about our Mishnah? It says in our Mishnah 
that the, you must make sure that the cow is Rosh Averuba. No, is that a good answer? Here you have a case where the man's holding on to the cow, and you, nevertheless you need Rosh Averuba. My love, the Nokah love, the Nokah mana. Isn't it talking about a case where he's holding on to her? Loi. The Nokah mana, the Nokah love. Not a great ride from our Mishnah, because we don't know that he's holding on to her. It doesn't say anywhere in the Mishnah that he's holding on to her. It says he's feeding her. And she needs Rosh Averuba. Now, wait a minute. If he's not holding on to her, how could he feed her? Even if Rosh Averuba is inside, how could he feed her? Now, this Brysa Rabbi said, we're going to have twice today, word for word, like I said, but also tomorrow. So pay attention now and you'll know better tomorrow. Vatanya. Tomorrow it's going to, we're going to see the back end of it. Why we came up with this. Why we came up with the bay. You should not draw water and feed your animal. But you could pour it in and let the animal drink by yourself. In other words, don't hold the pail in front of her. And our Mishnah must be talking about our Mishnah that says you could is because you're holding on to the animal. That's the rive of the Gemara. Says the Gemara, not a, not a good kasha. From over there that it says that you should not feed your animal is not a good kasha. Why? Tomorrow we're going to explain. Very interesting case. Menachem, you can show them this picture. This is, according to Rashi at least, we're talking about that the cow is in a Rosh inside a house, says Rashi. Inside a house, sticking its head out of the window. And the trough it goes from the Rosh all the way into the Rosh It's a straight Rosh Now, the concern is that the person is going to, halachically, a person is allowed to take a pail and carry it all through the trough, because it is a Rosh Hashayachid, even though his feet, Menachem, show him where his feet are. His feet, no, keep on going outside of the, yeah, go, keep on going towards the house, towards the cow. Oh, his feet are in Rosh Hashayachim. That's Rosh Hashayachim, right where that, here, let me show you guys, right over here. This is Rosh Hashayachim. But halachically, I'm allowed to carry, from, even though I'm standing in Rosh Hashayachim, I'm allowed to carry a pail, in the trough that's in the Rosh Hashayachid. That's the halacha. I'm allowed to be in one place and carry in Rosh Hashayachid. That's not a problem. Over here it is a problem. Why? Says Abaya, because as, I, as I'm carrying the pail, I'm going to look and I'm going to see that the trough, this is too strong. This is made out of stone. I'd like to see this made out of plastic or something. So he sees it's not really good, so he's going to have to readjust it. So how do you readjust it? You put down your pail, but he's standing in Rosh Hashayachim. He's going to put the pail down in Rosh Hashayachim, and now he just carried... Now he just carried from Rosh Hashayachid, the Pasibiroi is a Rosh Hashayachid, and he put it down in the Rosh Hashayachid. That's a problem. Why did he put it down? Because he wants to fix the trough. Let's see it inside. That's just telling me that that Avos, that trough, is a complete Rosh Hashayachid from my house all the way into the Pasibiroi. And the, the end of it goes into the Pasim. What's the problem? He's going to see that there's a problem with the trough. And he's going to want to fix it. And he's going to put down the pail. And now by him putting down the pail, he just carried from a Rishus Hayachid into Rishus HaRab. As the Gemara, we just learned Mishach the Shabbos, and we know that's not a big problem in Shabbos. Why? A guy is trying to clean out his house. So he picks up a pail inside his bathroom. He wants to move it from one side of the bathroom to the other side. It's bothering him. Then all of a sudden he decided, let's go outside. He's not chayev. Why? Because in Shabbos you need melechez machshavas. You need to think about the iser from beginning to end. So when you lift up the pail, the akira has to be in mind that you're going to take it outside. But now that he picked it up, because he just wants to put it in another part of his bathroom, which is Rosh Hashayachid, it's not a problem, halachically. You're not chayim in the raisa. So there's no, no way that they made a gzeira that 
just in case somebody's going to do something that's completely not also. And all of a sudden he decided to bring it outside and just a rabbi and potter. Why? You need meleches machsheves. And that kira, lifting it up from the ground, was not meant to bring it outside. Just later on he decided to bring it outside. Over here also, the guy decided to pick up a pail and feed his cow. And then only after he picked it up, he decided to fix the trough and then put the pail down. And just a rabbi. That's not a meleches machsheves. Ella, so we have to fix it a little bit. So after he fixes the trough, he puts down the pail, that's not the biggest problem in the world. What's he going to do afterwards? Afterwards, he's going to forget where he's at. He's going to forget what he's doing. And then he's going to lift the pail up from the Rosh Hashanah and bring it back into the Pasebiroids, which is Rosh Hashanah. That's a problem. Now he just, he, even though it was a, it was a shaygig, he didn't mean to be over Isidar Raisa, but he, he wanted to pick it up and bring it into Rosh Hashanah. That's a problem. That's a classic example of Meleches Machshavis. He had in mind to lift something up from Rosh Hashanah and bring it into Rosh Hashanah, even though he didn't realize what he's doing is wrong or whatever, but that's a shaygi. Now, we're going back to that. We're doing the same sugya again, word for word. But we're going to the second lashon. The question is, what if the cow is Roshiv Rubai in the Pasibir rice? Does he have to hold on to the cow or not? Ikidamri, Gabi Odom Halkamrin in the Sagalib Roshiv Rubai. We said by a human being, if he wants to drink, he's standing in Rosh and wants to take a good cold drink in a house, he has to stick most of his body into the window. Is it enough that most of the cow is inside the addition to the cow being inside the Pazibiroz? If he's holding onto the pail and he's holding onto the cow, then of course, see, this is very different than what we said before. This is the exact question that we had in the first Lashen, and over here the Gemara is saying, oh, it's Pashat, that this is okay. That's enough. What happened? Oh. It's just going off now. Hold on. I do have here. Take. What happened? It's, it's not. Hold on. It's, I forgot to plug it in. There's the, the, the bank is over here. Here. Yeah, yeah. Just put that in. Make sure it goes off. You click the screen where it says power. Does the screen have a what do you call it? Give me this. Okay. No, it should work. Does it show you a, a thingy that there's power going in there? The Matzah Shabbos Gishmak. What? Is it saying low power still? What? The YouTube, YouTube, uh, low battery on the phone. I need a new phone. Uh, Leon, I need a new phone because my battery is low. It's not your, actually, I need a new brain. Could you get me a new brain to remind me to plug in my phone to do the thing? Just kidding, Leon. It's all good. It's all good. I call Besaida. It's just much of Shabbos. That's it. No. So we're going through the whole thing. So let's bring a ride from the Mishnah. What does it say in the Mishnah? It's great. All you need is that the cow should be inside the pasim. My love, the nakid man of a nakid This is a good raya. Doesn't say anywhere in the mission that you're holding onto the cow. So you see, you don't have to hold onto the cow as long as the cow is mostly inside the pasim. No raya. The mission is talking about that you held on to the cow. And I'll prove it to you. The nakid man of a nakid law. Mishari. Because if you're not holding on to it, what is that allowed? It says a person should not feed your animal on Shabbos. So obviously it must be, how do you, how do you, how do you resolve the contradiction? Because our mission is talking about, not only is the animal inside, but you're also holding on to it. This whole Bryce is talking about that you're not holding on to it. That's how you, there's a contradiction. It says Mufurish, you can't feed your animal. Our Mishnah says you could feed an animal. Must be, you're holding on to it. 
Says the Gemara, no, we're talking about a whole different case. Hayit Marla, Omar Abayi, Abayi explains. It's talking about a trav that goes in Rishus Harav and Gavayas or Tzvachim Merech Varba. It's a Rishus Hayochid. The whole trav is Rishus Hayochid by itself. And one end ends up into the pasim. And one end, as Rashi explains, goes into the Rishayachid house. And the cow is eating through the window. Sometimes you'll see that the trap is broken. He'll come to fix it. And he'll throw down his pail. So it comes out that his pail went from Rishayachid that are between the pasim. And he dropped it in the Rishayachid. And that's a problem. Is that a problem? If a person is picking up a pail in his bathroom, he wants to put it in another corner, but at the end he ended up taking it into Rishus Harabim, he's completely potter. Why? Because he needs Melechus Mashevis. Hello, we have to say, you're right. Sometimes he'll fix the trough, put down the pail, then he wasn't over yet because there's no Melechus Mashevis. But then after he finishes fixing, then he'll lift up the pail, which is Rosh Hashanah, lifting Akira Rosh Hashanah. Great. So that's the end of that. Nusogya, Tashma. And this is only a raya, really, to Lashon number one. What if you're holding on to the cow? Do you also need to make sure that the cow is positioned Rosh Hashanah inside the Passover? Says the Gemara, Here you have a case where the, the camel, not a cow, camels inside the pasim. We had this already, where you stuff the animal, you make the animal, the camel, into a trough. Meaning, you're going on a big journey through the desert. Okay, I don't know what you see over there exactly. He's showing you some camels around and nothing. I don't see the oifsim, I don't see his hand. His hand should be pushing down his neck. Fine, but you see that he's holding onto the camel really nicely, his neck. The lacha is, if the camel is Rosh Hashanah inside that barn, so you could stuff the camel with food. Oifsim, oifsim, bibifnim. Says the Gemara, this is a great ride. First you have Rosh Hashanah. But it also says that you have to hold on to the camel. Where does it say anything about holding on to the camel? Because it says, When you stuff a camel's face, you have to hold on to its neck. Otherwise, it'll go crazy. It'll try to get away from you. So you're holding on to it. Oh, so you have two things. You're holding it, and you have Rosh Isn't that a good answer to what we're saying? So you, here you see that in addition to holding on to it, you started out holding on to it, that should be enough. You hold, you're holding on to it, and you're feeding it. Great. Why does it need Rosh Hashanah? The answer is you need two things. You need red and blue. Machzikba and Rosh Hashanah. That's very different. Can't bring any proof from a camel. It has a very long neck, and it can easily drag the person, or make the person come after it, run after it, into another Rishos. That's why you have to hold on to it. But cow is different. Maybe once you have Machzik, you don't have to have Rosh Hashanah. Says Gemara Toshma, the same exact case, but it doesn't mention a camel. So if it doesn't mention a camel, you can't give me this, this, this excuse that it's only by a camel because it has a long neck. And what about short-necked animals like a cow? It says, Toshma, Behemah, Rosh Hashanah, Bifnim, You're allowed to stuff the, the animal, make it like a trough. But you're holding on to the neck because you're stuffing it. And in addition to that, you also need Rosh Hashanah. It's referring to a camel. What? It's going to repeat itself. It's not in the same brisa. So at the end of the day, you have one brisa that talks about a, a camel. Another brisa that talks about it doesn't say specifically camel. We're going to have to explain. It's talking about a camel. Why twice? Because it's two different prices. I'll prove it to you. It says, Rebbe Oyster Begomel. It says, Mefurish. The reason why Rebbe says it's not good, you can't do Evos on a camel. So you see this, this Svara of a long neck by a camel. Two more minutes. So, 
We already mentioned this many times. That's why we can just learn it now. We'll get to like four lines down on the top of Chaf Aleph, Amun Aleph. The whole idea of Pasim Yerois is only for people that are doing the mitzvah of Aliyah, Laregel, something important that, and they have animals, so we made a special dispensation that they could use L-shaped brackets, even though there's way more airspace than salad. Doesn't say anything about oil regolim. It says animals. This is referring to the animals of those that are oil regal. Aval Adam, but a human being, a person could climb into the bar and climb out of the bar. It's very interesting. I forgot where I saw this because if you look at the Lushan, it's a little bit, it's a little bit schwer. Why? Because it says metapis vaila. You climb out and then you climb in. But it has to be the opposite. First you climb into a pit. You're not born in a pit. You're born outside. So you go into it, then you come out of it. But it teaches you your side maybe in life. This is my own thing. I don't know if this is. First you do an aliyah. Then, you know, a shiva yipo tzaddik v'kam. First you, you do an aliyah, you learn Torah. Then you have a little bit of a, a fall. You watch, like the guy said, he watched a couple of movies. And then you go back up. But you're not in a yurida. You're not born in a yurida and then do an aliyah. Only for fresh drinking water. But if this is for an animal, who cares if it's, draw, if it's fresh water or not? At the end of the day, the Pasi Beroiz, we're going to get into it a little bit, continue the Sugya tomorrow, the Pasi Beroiz works when the drinking water is nice and clear that humans can drink from it. That's the only way you can do it. Even though it's meant for your animals. Have a wonderful week. Tomorrow morning, Rabbi Yisai, 7.15. Next Masih Shabbos is going to be a change of time. Probably 9 o'clock. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Rabbi Yisai, say hello to our guest, Uncle Phil. Let's see if we could here, turn the YouTube also. Say Shalom Aleichem, Uncle Phil. We crashed the party. Thank you for having us in. Absolutely. Well, again, you can only crash. We grow one more gift. Oh, there's more. Hold Private on. Private winery. If you like the wine, you can give a shout out to the Binyamin Wine Club. Anybody who wants to Oh, there's a wine. It's a wine club. Yeah. But wow. So you can be Mekai the Mitzvah Shemitah. Wait, come over. Are we okay with that? No way. No way. This is for Yonta. What are you talking about? There's only 36 right. bottles of these in the world. Only 36 maybe, bottles maybe of these in the world. Left. My son drinks a lot. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wait, this is your last name? <laughs> what did you think my last name was? I don't know. I'm saying, look at the rose of my Here, put this in my wine thing over there. Shkoyach. Oh, everybody can unmute themselves. Here we go. Wow. Anybody want to talk to Uncle Phil? He's here. Leon is on, Avada. You want to talk to Leon? Sit down. Here, come. Every time I talk to Leon, it costs me money, though. Really? No, I didn't know that. Did you know that beforehand or no? Yeah. Leon, he's the best. Leon, the singing your, your, your praises over here. Every Listen, Leon, listen to this. What's worse? He says every time he talks to you, it costs him money. I say every time I talk to you, it costs me another shear. I have to give a chumash shear, I have to give a musa shear. It's, it's terrible stuff. No, 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 not yet. Rabbi Rab- 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 is good stuff to see those pictures online, no?